Each episode of Education with an Edge is meant to create, cultivate, and inspire honest discussion about issues affecting youth. Hosted by author, artist, educator, advocate, and speaker, Jaquel Lane. Hello and welcome. My name is Jaquel Lane, your hostess of Education with an Edge, the only podcast dedicated to suicide prevention and anti-bullying in our youth. So thank you for being with us here today. I am so very excited because I was introduced to this exceptional young lady um, by a mentor of mine, and her name is Mynesha Spencer. Um, She earned her um, administration of justice degree from the Thomas F. Freeman Honors College of Texas Southern University in Houston, Texas. Um, Mynesha continued her collegiate studies at the University of Salamanca in Salamanca, where she earned a second bachelor's in Spanish. Thereafter, she completed professional studies at Washburn and received a legal studies degree with certificates in both civil rights and criminal justice. She began her career with the United States Department of Interior in 2010 and has remained an engaged civil service veteran since. Mynesha is the founder, CEO, and chief diversity officer of All of Us Together Co., a diversity consulting firm established to improve human relations via applied training and workshop facilitation. Her firm works to equip large and small workforces, public and private, K-collegiate educational entities, for-profit and non-profit organizations, and municipal, state, and federal entities with the knowledge and resources that which enables space for all people in all spaces. Mynesha believes that public service institutions will never be better than the individuals who manage them, and there is therefore driven to help entities thrive in human relation management. She also trusts that alongside her, the world has a promising future, one that will accept its moral responsibility to administer social, racial, gender, and civil justice. Mynesha is devoted to the advancement of concepts, practices, and policies that impact positive change. Her dynamic approach to listening, speaking, team building, teaching, and training is directly aligned with best practices and specific organizational needs. In 2020, Mynesha was selected to serve on the Strategic Leadership Academy Board of Topeka, Kansas for Minority Leadership Development and concurrently serves as a board member on the Greater Topeka Partnership Board for Economic Inclusion. Her professional memberships prove a testament to both her skill and passion for diversity and inclusion efforts. And I am so very grateful to have you on Education with an Edge, but I'm also grateful and honored to call you friend, honestly. And likewise, Uh, thank you. You made me sound like somebody. You are. That is like a very illustrious (laughs) career. And I don't that doesn't even skim the surface um, of what you're doing um, in our community. And we're going to get into this, but we're so grateful to have you here in the Omaha area. And so, um, you know, I think that it's essential to start from the beginning of anyone story to understand um, where they where they you know truly come from and and so could you tell us a little bit about your upbringing in your childhood sure um, so I'm the youngest of three siblings uh, I would say that I have a very close relationship with my sister that started I mean I guess at my birth yes <laughs> um, but growing up I was always really into like black history yes and um, my father was uh, 
just one of those individuals who uh, were very much so connected um, in the education sphere and um, just just in the realm of history. And so we would watch, I mean, seriously, on Saturday mornings, we would watch like the four series PBS Eyes on a Prize DVD series <laughs> with Martin Luther King. Um, I have a dream speech in the sort. And so um, I would say growing up, um, there was a, a young sort of change agent, I guess, that was being cultivated in my household. Um, I recently phoned my mother and asked her if she remembered, I think at the start of Black History Month this past February um, or February 1, <laughs> asked my mother, do you remember when I would create uh, those illustrations of like black historic figures and tape them up around the house? And she said, Yes. Oh, my God. I still have some of them downstairs. I can't believe it. She said I was so into Black History Month. She said she she thought Christmas was something for me. But she said to see me during the month of February was just really a sight. So um, I would say, yeah, ultimately, I guess I I grew up um, really conditioned um, to to make change um, wherever wherever that change uh, needed to be made. And so. Uh, and most grateful for my upbringing, for both my parents um, and, my, and my father also, who really pushed education for us. Um, so it, it definitely cultivated, I think, uh, this fear of change for me. Um, and change looks different to everyone. For me, it looks like founding. And, and I all, love that. <laughs> a human relations firm. So I love that. Thank you. And it's so very important. Um, and I've had the opportunity um and I hope I will have the opportunity to meet your mother and your father, but I've had the opportunity to speak to your sister, and she's phenomenal. So yes. um, you come from a, a great place and, and obviously just like such a strong foundation, and, and you're doing so, so much good for our community. Um, you know, and so since this podcast is dedicated to youth, I think it's important for them to know how, how essential it is to kind of have a mentor or someone in their life that they can rely on. Um, and so, you know, who was a mentor in your life growing up and how did they inspire you? That's a really good question. Um, I think somehow we've kind of gotten away from the idea of a village. And so I, I, I don't even make this uh shameless plug for this this particular individual with any sort of guilt um, because I was raised with a lot of love in my household but uh, there was an inherent need for external love uh, <laughs> on my behalf and so I'm, I'm most grateful for that of the Rhonda Harvey Shaheen um, this woman uh, who is now a, a godparent to me um, was my fourth grade counselor at Florence Elementary School here in Omaha, Nebraska. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And she, oh my God, she just really took on to loving me and caring for me and um, allowing me a safe space to talk about issues and experiences that I encountered growing up. And so I'm most grateful for her. I would say um, every year, really since fifth grade, um, I think since I was like, eight years old, she sends me at least five cards a year. And uh, especially in my younger days, it meant, I mean, it obviously has an even uh, greater impact now. Um, but back then, I didn't even know that I needed that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because of her, right, this cultivation of love. Um, and also just the way in which she she embodied, um, you know, characteristics like grace and love, peace, and the way in which she would um, interact with other individuals, some who were less pleasant to interact with, um, really kind of set the bar for me. Um, and I'm just so, so overjoyed to have her as a part of my life to date. That um, is beautiful. Yeah. 
So she would send me cards. In fact, I remember one of the quotes in one of the cards. I, I reference it often. I got it, um, I think, back in, two. I want to say 2002, she sent it to me. Um, but it was something along the lines of uh, dream big and never stop shining brightly because you are a star. Um, mm-hmm. and, and those words meant so much to me. They still do. Yes. Yeah. So I try not to let her down. <laughs> And you're not. She is, I'm sure, cheering you on um, still to this day. But that's a beautiful story and also a testament to how impactful and important it is to have someone in your life that that models um, really, truly um, excellent characteristics of, of what you want to be when you grow up or how you want to want to relate. And I think as, as young people, um, they need that in their lives because, um, not all of them have that, you know, exemplified at home. And so, um, it's important. And I love your comment. I, I use it often, but that, yeah, unfortunately in some aspects we have gotten away from, from a village raising a child. And it's so important that we each step up, um, if we want a brighter tomorrow. So that is beautiful. Thank you. Um, you know, so you are obviously by your, by your, such an illustrious career already at such a young age. Um, <laughs> but you are a highly motivated, you are a highly motivated woman. And, um, you know, can you tell us about, uh, you talked a little bit about it, but, but where, where your passion comes from, you know, where your fire comes from to keep striving. Well, I would like to say motivation, (laughs) Um, but the reality is most days I wake up not motivated at all, Um, and so then I rely on my discipline to kind of keep me going, and so I would say for sure um, discipline, Yeah, honestly, um, you know, discipline keeps me going, it keeps me producing, Uh, it also keeps me humble, Yes, for sure, Um, so some days I, I... am in charge of the day and I manage the day and other days the days manage me uh but in all days I would like to think at least that I display some level of discipline and and I'm most grateful for that absolutely and I think that's something that young people too um you know need to realize that there's days and and thank you for being open and honest with that and that is so very true for myself as well that you're not going to wake up every single day wanting to just tackle the world yeah no (laughs) (laughs) I wish that that was the case um but you're not and so to rely on some sort of a structure or some sort of a discipline as you said um that that helps you kind of schedule your day um to be successful is so essential and and we don't teach that enough or talk about that enough yes yeah Yeah, it's it's pivotal yes absolutely um so this is very exciting because um when I first heard about um your organization my Nisha I was blown away at a just the potential for this, especially in, in Omaha, but actually all over the United States. And so you um, started a company called All of Us Together Co. Can you tell us more about this and how this pro- project came to fruition? Yeah. Um, so I'd like to think that as early as eight years old, as yeah. I shared with you, yeah. um, much of this was was being cultivated just unbeknownst to me at the time. Um, but I would say over, over several years, I've had a number of different experiences um, that, that I've gotten the privilege to participate in, one of which was a study abroad experience in Salamanca, Spain. Um, and I went abroad with two of my very close friends, uh, Kathleen and Esther. Esther was um, from El Salvador, and uh, Kathleen was Mexican. And if you know anything about the history between, like, Castilian Spaniards and Mexicans, it's almost similar to that of African Americans in the United States. 
Um, and so I realized through a number of different experiences there um, abroad that their experience was totally different than mine, almost like contrary to my experience. Mm-hmm. And, and this was, let me just say, if I ever got the opportunity to return to Spain and live permanently, I would take it. Absolutely yes. would not even consider anything else. Um, so that's how much of a just beautiful and blissful experience I had in Spain. Um, from the train rides into town to the beach and uh, shopping at the Plata Mayor. Um, I enjoyed myself so very much, but my friends had a very contrary experience. And so when we would be shopping around, they would come and get me and say, you know, hurry up and get your stuff. Don't you see that security guard watching me or watching us? And I would say, no, he's not watching me. <laughs> and um, and they would say, well, he's watching us and following us around the store. Um, and so I realized um, – for the first time in my life, I guess the privilege by which I walked in as an American woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they saw me as a tourist, but maybe saw Kathleen and Esther as um, something something different, right? Um, and the sort of warmness um, and kind of invitational greetings and smiles that I received um, was just not the experience uh, for Kathleen and Esther. And so I realized that, yeah, I could be totally oblivious to um, the plight associated with my friends. And while their experiences were not mine, I tried my best to not invalidate their experiences. Uh, I wanted them to feel heard. Um, I didn't let their experiences, though, impact mine. Right. Um, but I would say uh, for the first time, it, it really resolved within me that, wow, um, much like myself in Spain, many Americans can be totally oblivious to any sort of social justice issue that's not impacting them, right, or doesn't necessarily occur to them. And so... Um, that was definitely a seed, I would say, to to start all of us together. Um, but the human relations firm spans a, a number of different uh, service offerings, right? And so the diversity workshops that I facilitate, the bias trainings, um, cultural competency trainings, all of these um, really take on a, a common sense approach. And it's getting back to what we learned very early on, Jaquel, which is treat others the way you want to be treated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which unfortunately is not always followed and why it's so important that your work continue and that we support you and and support your organization, um, assisting other organizations in that because, um, we see it every day demonstrated. Thank um, you. And, and we can do better. Um, and I hope we do do better. Um, so, you know, and, Thank you so very much for being so open and honest about just your background and and also just the really interesting um, comparison to when you were in Spain um, yeah. and, and looked at yeah. and viewed as an American. And, and then obviously we know that there are so many injustices in the United States that, that people have to face every day. Um, so, you know, what would you like to say or why are you so very passionate about equipping corporations with knowledge, competencies, and resources that enable space for all people, you know, and, and what can they what can they do? Can you tell us a little bit about the training and what yeah, they can do sure. to do this? Yeah, sure. So um, I think I had the privilege <laughs> in my past of working at um, a national historic site. Um, and this national historic site commemorated the 1954 Supreme Court decision, right, to integrate our nation's public schools. Yes. Um, and so I would say that it was it was very obvious that at the point by which this 1954 Supreme Court decision was made, um, that people weren't necessarily ready to receive that instruction, right, to integrate our nation's public schools. And so 
as a result, right, and as history proves, laws change, right? Mm -hmm. Policies can change, mm -hmm. uh, but people's hearts and minds don't always. And so the work that we do here at All of Us Together Co. really aims to transform the hearts and minds of all people in all spaces. That is beautiful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It is, honestly. And it's so <laughs> all-encompassing. It's, it's all-encompassing because I think that the immediate – um, reaction to some people is that this is strictly about race, but I, and I will sh share your logo and where our guests can, can get in contact with you and can hire you for their organizations and to come and speak. Cause I really feel so passionately about how, how, how your organization is needed and how your voice Thank is you. needed. But, um, even demonstrated by your logo, it's really, you know, being inclusive about individuals with disabilities. It's about That's being right. inclusive, you know, about, about gender, That's about right. it, It's so all encompassing. That's right. Um, and, and so, and it's something at this day and age and in this time, um, like you were created for a time such as this, Mynesha. I well, truly believe you. that. I really believe that I've been fortunate enough to travel all across the nation now and, and lead in this work and in this sphere. But um, to be back home where yes. I was born and raised doing it uh, adds a, a different level of merit. And so I really am so happy to be here in Omaha providing this service. Um, it's, yeah, it's a gift. And we're so grateful to have you, um, because it is so needed. So, um, you know, so since this podcast is dedicated to youth and mental health awareness, what is something that you would say to a young person, um, that is going through a difficult time right now? That registers within me. Mm -hmm. Um, I know what it's like to, to endure tough times. Um, and I guess what I would say is that, you know, Tough times do not last, but mm -mm. tough people do. And I, I really don't even know where I got that quote from somewhere, probably in, in one of Rhonda Harvey Sheen's cards yes. <laughs> um, to me, probably in fifth grade or something. But um, it's so true. Yes. It's so true that, um, God, I wish I could say that whatever you're going through will, will be the last of it all. But the truth is, um, you know. Issues show up in just another, uh, I'm sorry, another form. Yes. Um, a year later, two years later, three years later. Um, but so long as you have, yeah, resiliency, I think you'll prove just fine. So I would say to a young person, remember that um, tough times do not last. They just don't endure. Yes, absolutely. And I have to um, <clears throat> tell you, um, thank you as well, because uh, we are friends and you have told me multiple times just to stay encouraged, just to stay encouraged. And so it's so important too to have to have friends and good quality people um, who will not only tell you the truth, but also just to stay encouraged <laughs> because there is a plan. And I have to thank you publicly yes. um, for well, you're that. You're so welcome. <laughs> and it's such a gift, really. It's such a gift. Um, I try and literally wake up every day to impress God. Yes. Um, and so yep. doing his work helps me impress others. Uh, yes. Great. But but if nothing else, I, I hope that it, it does really um, just give individuals the understanding that, yes, resiliency is so needed. It's so key. Absolutely. To overcoming. Um, it has been just an absolute honor and a privilege having you here today. Um, and I really want to want to press before we let you go um where can our viewers reach out to you if they would like to hire you for their organization what can we do to promote you and where where can the information be found for all of us together co thank you um i appreciate that yes so um our <laughs> webpage is www.allofustogetherco.com 
Um, and there's a booking tab there, a service tab there. There's also a store so you can shop around and find any items that may speak to you um, or that you can put to good use. Um, we are on all social media platforms. Uh, I'm saying all, and I'm sure there's one being invented and produced right now, so that's a lie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we are on Facebook as All of Us Together Co. Um, we are on Instagram as underscore All of Us Together um, and then we are also on Twitter as all of us together. I'm sorry, underscore all of us together. Perfect. Yeah, because I'm I'm really hoping and I'm I have a very good feeling about this that there is going to there is such a substantial need for for your organization and your services and um, give my nation the opportunity to to come in and to talk to to your people and to your organization and to schools and um, anywhere within the Omaha metro area For and sure. beyond. Um, she does a phenomenal job. And so um, we're so grateful. We're grateful that you're back I'm in most Omaha. Grateful to be here. Thank you, Jekyll, <laughs> yeah. for having me on this platform. Absolutely. Um, thank you so very much for joining us. Um, if you are a young person that is out there that is struggling, please know that your love and your light is needed we are rooting for you and we have a great partnership um, with the boys town suicide hotline we also have an excellent partnership with the nebraska chapter for suicide prevention if you need mental health services if you need someone to reach out to um, please do so we are so very grateful for those organizations and we're grateful for you our viewers um, we're grateful for her media for the production of education with an edge and thank you once again to the phenomenal Mynesha spencer um, amazing things in store for this young lady to come and uh, we will catch you next time on Education with an Edge. Have a great day. If you have a question or just want to learn more, go to jaquellane.com. Thanks for listening to Education with an Edge. A Huda Media Production.